In this week's episode, Inquisitor Aura and Seraphita talk about the multiverse theory, why there's only one Archimonde and Kil'jaeden, and whether Legion could herald in a whole new game for World of Warcraft. Welcome to the Dalaran Academy podcast. Join your hosts, Seraphita and Inquisitor Aura, as they talk about the world of Warcraft. This show is part of the D20 Crit Network. For more information about our shows, check out d20crit.com. Now, if you quiver at spoilers or bubble hearth at NSFW language, then you are not prepared for Dalaran Academy. Okay, kids, get your tinfoil hats out. Time for another theory brought to you by Inquisitor Aura. Do, 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 do. I should have a theme song for this. You should. I should have a theme song. For go this ahead song. and make one. There you go. Oh, God. Yeah, how bad would that talk. be? <laughs> It'd be bad. It would be so bad. <laughs> but anyways, we have more crazy tinfoil hat shit because I am the crazy tinfoil hat queen. Um, this one's kind of interesting, but at the same time, it's kind of like, what? So if you if you hear me kind of pause, I'm, I'm making a face at the microphone and you can't see it. But trust me, it's my, this is a little insane and I don't even know why I'm saying this face. Um, so today's tinfoil hat theory is about Velen and why there are multiple Velens, but only one Archimonde and one Kill Jaden. Or as far as we know, there's only one Kill Jaden. We know for a fact there's only one Archimonde. Right. Okay. So we all know when you went to Draenor, or at least the Alliance knows this, I don't know about the Horde, the Alliance questing in Shadowmere Valley eventually culminates in Velen sacrificing his life to purify a corrupting naru to prevent it from becoming a void god we know i don't remember doing that horde side but i definitely remember that alliance yeah like i said i know horde kind of has their whole thing up in frostfire ridge and alliance has their thing down in shadow moon valley and this was part of the alliance thing down in shadow moon valley um we know that that draenor's velen not ours not the one that we have on Azeroth, who's kind of still chilling out back in the Exodar. But Draenor's Velen is the one that sacrificed his life. So we know that there's more than one. Okay, there was a Velen in Draenor's timeline, and there's a Velen in our timeline. Right, and this had kind of been hinted at before anyway in one of the books. Um, when Anduin first goes to Velen as an apprentice you know, to follow in the path of becoming a priest. Velen meditates for so many hours at a time, you know, days, weeks, whatever. And he meditates and what he does is he sees all these future possibilities and past possibilities depending on which decisions have been made or are being made for his people. So he knows that there are obviously other versions of himself out there depending on which path he has chosen. Okay, see, I didn't know that. That makes this all that much more interesting. So have you seen the movie The One? No. <laughs> this is the one with Jet Li in it. Okay, so for those of you who haven't seen the movie, and for those of you who have, you're just getting a brief plot anyways. Here, here it is. Basically, there's a stream of energy that's shared between all copies of the same being in the multiverse. So it's like, I've got a piece, and then... Me sitting at my computer recording this podcast in another universe has peace. And then 
so on and so forth until you pretty much cover the entire multiverse. Um, Jet Li's character finds a way to travel to these alternate universes with the express purpose of killing his other selves to reduce the number of divisions of that power, thus collecting all of the energy into fewer beings with the ultimate goal of becoming the only one of him anywhere, which would basically make him a god. So we've got some mystical stuff with a smattering of multiverse theory right here. Here's a tie-in. We know that Velen sacrificed himself on Draenor. Okay. Yes. We know that that Velen was not ours. Yeah, trans- pretty much transferred his power to URL. Yes, pretty made much. made her the leader of the Draenei on there. On that, on that Draenor. But our Velen is still alive. Because we see him again in Legion as he's one of the priest class leaders. So we know right. he survives. No. For a fact. So past Velen dies and future Velen lives. Given that Draenor is technically in a different universe, this makes sense. Although it brings the question to mind, did nobody learn from Trunks that playing with time is bad? <laughs> uh. Uh, come on, Trunks, Doctor Who, anything dealing with time travel is just bad and you should right. avoid it at all costs. But then we're hit with the realization that we fight, we fight Archimon at the end of Hellfire Citadel. Mm-hmm. And we know that this is the same Archimon from the War of the Ancients, who is right. the same um, Archimon who nearly, nearly destroys Nordrassil. Right. Blizzard has confirmed that it is the same one. So why aren't we fighting a different one? This, it's the same one different universe same archimon that we have been encountering for the past 10,000 years this leaves us with a couple of unique possibilities little weird theories i actually just had a thought about why it could just be that one go for it by choosing to become a member of the legion it effectively wiped out all other potential futures okay that makes sense i can buy that um that's actually I think kind of what I had down there in theory too, but I didn't really put a lot on that one because I didn't really <laughs> like, think a lot just about it. My thought on it. Um, okay, so theory one is that um, Sargeras helps Archimonde and kill Jaden traverse the multiverses mm-hmm. so they could kill their counterparts until they were the only ones left, or somehow manage to kill them all at once in every other alternate universe or timeline or whatever. Thus. Archimonde and Kill Jaden become immensely powerful very, very quickly. This shared energy that they had between all of the multiverse Archimondes and Kill Jadens is also the same stuff that's in the Twisting Nether. Right. Um, which is why to kill them permanently, you need to kill them in the Twisting Nether because this energy um, escapes back to the Nether if you kill them here or mm-hmm. on Azeroth or in Draenor, whatever the case may be. Um, but if you kill them in the Twisting Nether, the, that energy would have nowhere to escape to. It's kind of like dividing by zero. Like, it just all goes up in flames at that point in time. Right. And, you know, we know we have been to the Twisting Nether, sort of. Sort of. Kind of. Outland is on the edge of it. Yes. Um, but since Velen didn't accept Sar- Sargeras' offer, his alternates were left alive to keep him weak. Which yeah. would also, which feeds into that that theory or that thing that you told us about earlier where he often goes into meditative trances to see various futures and pasts from decisions from all other timelines, from different multiverses. 
So he's right. seeing the effects and of what's going on in each one of those. This actually was a problem um, before Cataclysm. Anduin was the one who made him realize that by being so lost in the potential futures that he was entering into in his meditative state, he was neglecting his people in the present. And it was causing a lot of problems for the Draenei. Right, because it's, I mean, Velen is their leader. Velen has been their leader for a very long time. Right. <laughs> they need him. They needed him then. They needed him now more than ever at that point. So that's theory one. And I mean, this might have, they might have a little twist on this. Theory two um, is basically what you said earlier is that being elevated to archdemons, their multidimensional counterparts are somehow just erased. Mm-hmm. Don't know how. Maybe because it's Sargeras. Maybe because he's a titan. Maybe because he snapped his fingers and that's what he wanted. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe the power they gained directly came from Sargeras. Somehow the other Archimonds and Kil'jaeden were either destroyed or killed. Somehow. Honestly, the first theory, it's, like I said, it's an interesting theory because it's not, it's not something you, multiverse theory is not something you really expect Blizzard to actually ever take a stance on. <laughs> I mean, no, it's really not, like, is it? Because <laughs> it's like, you're, you look at the story, you look at everything so far, we've got our multiple villains, we've got one villain dead, one villain alive, but we only have the one Archimonde, and it's right. like, did they even think about this before <laughs> they came up with that? Um, was this even a consideration? Because, I mean, they kind of opened up a bag of cats when they did the whole, we're going to go back in time to old Draenor and you're going to fight there. Because now not only is it it's a, it's a, it's an entirely alternate timeline, but we're also in the past. So, once again, this goes forward into you know potential repercussions blizzard has stated that we are eventually we've laid the brickwork for future goings on on that draenor which i know a lot of people are not happy about Mm -hmm. i am in that camp very firmly but this is a question that blizzard has to now kind of address because now we have definable proof of alternate dimensions and multiple universes for Azeroth and for Draenor at the very least and if there's an alternate Draenor there has got to be an alternate Azeroth and alternate everything else it's it's a like it's like I said it's it's one of it's kind of like making the discipline although um I believe at the beginning of Warlords they stated that it was the member of the bronze dragonflight who was helping Garrosh get there that actually created this version of Draenor. It was it was Kairos. Kairos actually sifted through all the potential uh, past timelines where he could bring Garrosh. Okay, of, to one again, where he hadn't been born. To one where he hadn't been born. Once again, it brings up that that whole multiverse theory and the the concept of like the quantum paradox. You know, if you, if you meet yourself in the past what happens sort of situations right. like does it all just explode does nothing happen who knows i mean we won't ever find out now because kairos did look in the past for a timeline on draenor where garage hellscream was not present not only was garage hellscream not present 
um, Thrall hadn't even been born yet because obviously this was still on this is still on Draenor. Right. Um, it's it, it and how bad is it? it's like he was not there. He picked that specific timeline, this specific Draenor that we went to because Garrosh Hellscream did not exist. Yep. Because the creature or whatever that killed uh, Grom's wife did so before she could get pregnant. Yeah, or even before she could give birth. Or before she could either give birth. I think it was, yeah, I think it was before she even got pregnant. Uh, it was a short story. I don't remember all yeah, of the I, details of it. It was obviously before she gave birth, but I think it might have been before she was, um, before she conceived. Well, see, and now we have to deal with uh, Gul'dan. Gul'dan, who has gone from his Draenor to our Azeroth. And because our Azeroth has already seen one Gul'dan. And he died. What is this going to have some sort of lasting effect? Is this going to have some sort of weird ripple that we don't know about? Like I said, yeah. I don't think Blizzard, <laughs> I don't think they thought about this. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sure they have. They just haven't shared it with the rest of the world yet, obviously, mm. for whatever reason that they have. No, no, no. See, I think they lumped all of this this multiple villains but only one Archimon into the same box that they had the discipline priest in when they were like oh let's give them bubbles and make them OP as fuck because it's like once you open that box and that monster gets out you can't put it back in there again it's 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 done discipline priest never going to be the same it's the same concept it's the same concept as this it's like once you open the box and let the monster out you can't just close the box and expect the monster to go back in there it's like You've already done fucked it all up. It's like now you actually have to address it and try to work with what you basically have to play with the consequences at that point. And I don't know if anybody else is. Does anybody else think of this kind of shit? This isn't my idea. I'm going to tell you that right now. This is from a friend of mine (laughs) and he knows who he is because he's listening to this podcast right now. Um, Well, he will be when he listens to it. So um, does anybody else like think of stuff like this? Like who? Who looks at Azeroth and goes, ooh, multiverse theory, quantum paradox. That sounds like that could be fun. Let's talk about real world physics in World of Warcraft. (laughs) I'm sure actually that there are scientists and people who are actively interested in those topics who do think about these things. But I'm like, I'm not a scientist. I like science. I think science is Let's get Neil deGrasse Titan on this, you know? I'm sure he'd have. Or Stephen Hawking. No, definitely Nye. Neil deGrasse Tyson with the epic mic drops. Oh, come on. It was great. <laughs> I'm sure any one of the three of them would have a lot of fun um, discussing that topic. Bill Nye the science guy. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stephen Hawking has mentioned the multiverse theory before. Oh, yeah, yeah. When addressing people. so He's popular for having written that the book that basically started the whole multiverse theory thing. Yeah, um, so there you go. So, yeah, it's like... Who, I mean, who comes up with this stuff? Crazy people apparently come up with this stuff. He heard, or he heard me. great scientific minds. Or great scientific minds. I actually have no idea. He's in college right now, and I have no idea what he's actually, I do know what he's going to college for. But it's not physics. I can tell you that right now. Because <laughs> this is some, I mean, we're playing with some straight up crazy, crazy shit with physics right here. Because we don't know if there's going to be like, what happens when we leave? Okay, what happens when we leave Draenor? Do we close the gate behind us? We didn't open it. What, what ha- what's going to happen with the dark portal once we leave? That's a good question. Why didn't I think of that before? Um, I'm sure that they will address that at some point. 
And they have said that we will be returning to Draenor in a future expansion, or at least they've hinted at it, because there are more um, zones that we haven't been able to explore yet. And, you know, obviously the Legion isn't going to be done with that version of Draenor. Because we're not done yet, because we did stuff there. Stuff, I don't know what stuff. I really have no idea what they're going to build another expansion off of, of Draenor for, because honestly, it's fairly cut and dry with, oh, um, hey, look, we're here, and now we're going <laughs> to kill Archimon, and now we're done. Well, as a lot of other podcasts and a lot of other Blizzard fans have said in the past about Legion, they're setting this up to be the end of World of Warcraft. I'm just going to come out and say it. I love Blizzard. I love Legion. I love World of Warcraft. I love the lore, but I believe that they are somewhere. Yeah, they're setting this up to be the end. They are tying up a lot of loose ends in the lore. They're bringing back Illidan. It's going to be a real fan service expansion, pretty much. But they're pretty much, I believe, setting this up to be the end. Um, One of our listeners, who was also on our 25th episode, Daxus, believes that these future expansions that they're talking about are actually going to be for World of Warcraft 2.0, or whatever they call it. Hundreds of years down the line, after we fall to the Legion, the remnants of what's left of the races of Azeroth, you know, reemerge and start to really rebuild what was lost. And it's going to bring about new alliances, not just new alliance versus horde, but I imagine that there are going to be drastic differences between that. We are going to see new races, like half-elves and, you know, like Garona half-orc, and we are going to see more interracial um, changes between them. And it's going to be built on a new engine and completely new model, a lot of changes, because... As great as World of Warcraft is, a lot of the models are really, really outdated as far as options. Yeah, they really Especially are. when you compare them to games that have come out within the past five years. Don't forget, guys, World of Warcraft's over 11 years old. I This has lasted for a really long time, but it is in desperate need of a lot of updates. And what better way than to give it that big old Viking funeral than with Legion? and just start over maybe have a warcraft 4 like people have been begging for make that into a transition between world of warcraft and a world of warcraft 2.0 hmm. that would be interesting that and being in said blizzard 2. has 0, you know stayed- we start to rebuild and Obviously, at that point, we do end up, we would probably find a reason to go back to Draenor. That's true. but Because we might same... need them to help us rebuild our planet. That's true. But at the same time, Blizzard has already come out and said they've got like the next four expansions planned. Yeah, but there's nothing saying that those future expansions aren't actually part of a World of Warcraft 2.0. That's true. I mean, but... You know, they're... <laughs> Is nothing it, saying that that isn't what it is. Yeah, but it comes down to how we're defining what a 2.0 is supposed to be. Does that make sense? Like, Well, an updated game engine, you know, updated models, new race options, new classes maybe even. You know, there's a lot of things that they could update and change for these. That's true. There is a lot of, of cosmetic, mostly, I would say mostly cosmetic 
Um, changes that definitely need to be made. There are definitely the graphics some- as well. You know, I mean, I love the graphics in the game now. Don't get me wrong, but more realistic based and less cartoon. Ah, uh, but that's World Possibly. of Warcraft. That's Warcraft style, though. Yeah, but you know, more of the or at least update style. the current, update the cartoon. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely needs an update. There is definitely a lot of cosmetic stuff that needs to be addressed, like trees, like polygon counts of, of um, of like environmental stuff, like mountains and rocks and stuff like that. Right. I mean, we've already worse. I imagine you know if we do end up falling to the Legion at the end of this expansion, and we have to rebuild. It is drastically going to change the topography of Azeroth, much oh, like the Cataclysm did. You know, that's that's a fascinating point that you just brought up there. Um, that if we do get defeated by the Legion, the only place we're going to have to go is back to is back to Draenor. Right. Be like, hey, y'all. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. sorry about fucking everything up the last time we were here, but although um, although at the end of the cinematic, they make it seem like it worked out for the best. Yeah, I mean, Grom and Inarel and they're all, well, they're kind of making up. I mean, it's, it's yeah, going to be like, a long... Yeah, like, oh, we're going to rebuild together. It's going to be a long road. Yeah, but I they mean, are at least trying to work together. They're at least trying to work together and be like, we'll be show back up and be like, yo, guys, so um, so let me tell you a story <laughs> yep. about what happened because be like, I'm going to take us and all of our, and of course, it's going to be like, we're going to pull some Air Force One shit. It's going to be like, okay, get all the racial leaders through the portal now. Mm-hmm. All those guys first. It's like, And then, of course, you, the character, who is always the hero. doesn't right. make a difference if there are a million other people out there in World of Warcraft. You are always going to be the hero, which is, I've always found it very, very nice. So you, yeah. the hero, will then go through and then they will slam the door shut as the Legion is trying to come in there after you. And then, of course, we can blow up the Dark Portal again, which will always be fun. Uh, ooh, I wonder if they're going to rebuild it. That's part of the rebuilding process because we um, kind of wrecked their Dark Portal when we I did that. I kind of doubt that it will be because of what went into creating and powering it. Oh, 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 you know what's going to happen? Cadgar is going to go straight medieval on us and she's going to open a door and be like, it's right here. Like, I had it the whole time. It's cool. <laughs> it's like, go on, go on through. I mean, it's Cadgar. Like I said, if anybody could do it, it would be the guy who was the apprentice to the first guy who did it. I mean, admittedly, Medivh took a little bit more, you know, prep time and, and stuff like that. I'm still not convinced that this whole Medivh Cadgar thing, Horcrux freaking um tinfoil hat theory you threw at us a few weeks ago isn't actually a thing so who knows maybe that'll be how they do it that'll be interesting to see that if that's how that works i mean because draenor looked really good for i mean you know still obviously there's still textural updates and stuff like that like i said different textures updated polygon counts you know right things of that i know um I was reading on Twitter, people were asking people in the cinematics department, you know, about how they built the characters for the cinematics this round, and they were using tri-poly count, and going forward, I believe that they said they were going to be using quad, so they're already making subtle changes for things like that. Yeah, I mean, now that, I mean, the technology now exists that we can actually do stuff like that, and we can have, like, the nice smooth textures and stuff 
things mm-hmm. like that and skins that you know seeds that are seamless uh, on right. trees and grounds and and buildings and people and, and things of that nature so i mean the technology is getting there but it, the idea is like where do we draw the line where does world of warcraft 1.0 stop and 2.0 start right i mean and it's kind of a because they've been slowly making these changes over the past few years. You know, now we got the new character models, except for the female worgen. Damn it, Blizzard. <laughs> Fix that, I was that, just going to say that. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, yeah, we have the updated character models, but there's still so many limitations on what you can do when you create a character. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as hairstyle, faces, you know, just things like that. And it's like, well... What if I want to have my character shorter or taller than the model appears when right. scaled? There's that. There's that's something they definitely need to add. They need to add more character customization. Like I want my character to have green eyes. But I don't want her to have green eyes and look like she's seventy. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like options like that. I don't think that they'll be implementing anything like that unless we get an actual WoW 2.0. See that? That I can get more hairstyles. Just make all the hair. I want pink hair for my blood elves, and I want purple hair for my blood elves. I'm sick and tired of red, three shades of blonde, brown, black, and, and like, and navy blue. Like that's it. <laughs> you know, like I want pink. I want purple. You know, I think gnomes are pretty much the only ones who have pink hair. I don't want to play a gnome. I want to play a night elf, but I want to have pink hair. But I don't want it to be bright pink and be a death knight. Oh, that's true. I forgot the Death Knights could do that. Um, yeah, it's like we need we want different hair colors. Like I don't I don't necessarily care if I get to like you know, like, like I could like change the positioning of the eyes or anything of that nature. I don't particularly care about that. It would be nice, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna be super picky. But I want to be able to choose if my if my whatever X character if I. I want, okay, I want to play Hunter. I want to play, I want to play Night Elf Hunter. But I don't want her to be freakishly fucking tall. <laughs> I want her to be short. I want her to be, maybe I want her to be a little on the round side. I might like that. I would like that. I would like that a lot, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would like to be able to play with, like, body dynamics and things right. of that nature. I would like to be able to, ha- just give us all the damn hairstyles. Give everybody access to all the same fucking hairstyles. Because and colors. I, and colors. Because really, really, I would dig a freaking pink-haired dwarf with a mohawk. Female. Yes, I would yeah. so play a character that looked like that. I mean, I don't care about makeup. I don't care about any of that stuff. But give us, give us some more character customization options. I mean games let it let us scale the weapons the way we want to that way we can have huge goddamn axes if we want to have them hanging off our backs or whatever um oh please blizzard by the way stop making one-handed swords look like fucking daggers make them look like goddamn swords (laughs) and stop making them look like two-handed swords make them look like one-handed swords thanks okay um (laughs) my death knight is running around with two one-handed swords okay and they literally look like curved daggers and people are like, I didn't know Death Knights could use daggers. And I'm like, these aren't daggers. Stop calling them daggers. They're not daggers. So please, Blizzard, can we make these look bigger? Bigger, like, more like swords? Um, 
Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. I mean, it's like, and come on, <laughs> flying. Can we? Can we just finally? Can we finally get it in Silver Moon? I mean, I know why you don't do it now, but really, really, yeah. flying everywhere else but in Silver Moon—that's just laziness. And, oh, in Exodar, you can't fly in that area either. Yeah. The Burning Crusades um, starter areas. Starting zones, yeah. It's like there's this beautiful spot that I love to sit in just outside of Silver Moon, but I hate taking a ground mount there because it takes forever. I mean, I like, understand. Being able to fly there would be so much easier. I mean, I understand that the zones are not vectored for flight at all. Like, you fly in these zones and it's like the ground disappears or like. There's nothing but trees yet, everywhere or they whatever. They were able to update all of the other zones of Azeroth for Cataclysm to do this. And specifically left out those parts of Burning Crusade for whatever reason. It's just like, just just do it. And people <laughs> have been asking them to do this. And people asked why they didn't do this during Cataclysm. I don't think we ever got an answer. No, they said that the reason they hadn't um went back hadn't gone back and remodeled silver moon and the exit R and all that stuff um for flight was because it, it, it it's a lot of work i'm not gonna lie it's a lot of work because they have to make sure that they they make everything so that it can be seen in from a 3d point of view right now everything is set up so that you can only see it from the ground okay no you can't see it from above you can only see it from below okay if you fly in the zone as it is right now literally everything will disappear because it's not you fly up and there's nothing there for you to even see it's just not there because flight wasn't a thing until level 70 in burning crusade and then by that time everybody was in shatrath city so they never bothered to go back and fix the starting areas because lobies couldn't fly there anyways it didn't make a difference I mean, this is back when you couldn't mount, you couldn't get a ground mount until you were level 40. God, everybody remember remember those days? (laughs) (laughs) I remember those days. And I mean, we're starting to get new textures and stuff for mounts and and, and things of that nature. Like the new Raptors look friggin' amazing. Yeah. Friggin' amazing. They look so good. Yeah, I can see that, that, you know, basically upgrading the the looks of pretty much everything is going to be, would be, I would say, well, 2.0 2.0 but I mean we're slowly slowly but surely getting there I mean like I said Draenor looked really good it did I mean, it was beautiful absolutely I mean, beautiful Gorgron like the trees in Gorgron were like and I'm like I hated that zone I hated it <laughs> and I'm like but yeah. it was so pretty it's like because you had all kinds of different trees and it's like you can climb on them and they actually yeah. look like they had the big v-shaped palm fronds instead of just some weird flat two-dimensional box copied leaf pattern like you would see in like duskwood like you see in duskwood now like that really needs to be fixed because that's awful (laughs) i can i can see that i can see that being i can see that being a thing but i mean i think we're headed in that direction aren't we yeah i mean we we better be headed in that direction blizzard fix the fucking female worgen god damn it yeah hold on fix the worgen and the goblins first goblins don't really need it okay they look good the way they are all right but that being said i'm not gonna discriminate all right so if worgen are gonna get fixed goblins need to be fixed too but please 
please, please. I'm sick <laughs> of my working female looking like she's about to tear into like a Kong instead of somebody's freaking leg. <laughs> I don't want her to be cute anymore. I want her <laughs> to be ferocious. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm still trying to figure out why they don't have tails. Because I ever thought about that? You're like, okay, it's a werewolf, right? And every werewolf movie that I've seen, they've had tails. So why don't they have tails? The Tarn have tails. The Draenei have tails, and they don't even serve a purpose. At least not on the females, they don't. They just kind of hang there. I mean, the guys have those big, beefy, muscular tails. Um, <laughs> like, why? I'm not even sure why, but they do. And the females just kind of have this, like, limp little fucking string hanging off their backsides. Um, beautiful backsides, but still, it's a weird tail. Um, why don't why don't the organ have tails? Mm-hmm. I thought they did. No, they don't. I didn't realize that. Also, where does where does their fourth finger go? I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's like it fuses into one of their other fingers, and it's like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean that 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 makes as much sense as. You know, multiverse theory. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and why we've been fighting the same Archimon for the past 10,000 years. And why he has managed to somehow not stay dead or learn his lesson. I think that's the most shocking point. It's like we fought Archimon during the War of the Ancients. He was there, right? I'm pretty sure he was there. It was him and, and uh, Manoroth and somebody else. I can't remember. Wasn't killed Jaden. I remember that. Um, and then... They came back when the Legion invaded again, and Archimon stepped on Dalaran and smeared it across uh, the plains and then went and tried to destroy the World Tree. Same Archimon. Right. And we beat him then. Um, Well, I mean, the Night Elves kind of did give up their immortality for it, but, I mean, considering they caused the problem, not 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 gonna pass judgment. And then he comes back again... And he's like, ha, 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 ha. And I, I noticed that um, he says the same thing in Hellfire Citadel that he says in the Mountain Hyjal raid. Um, mm-hmm. Something, I can't remember. Doom comes to this world. Whole monologue thing. And it's like, and we've been here and we've done this. And we kicked your ass right. then too. And it's like, and he's just going to come back again. It's like, what in the hell makes you think you can beat us? You haven't beat us the last three times. We literally have the track record going here. It's like, you are 0 for 3, bud. I mean, at least Kill Jaden's just kind of, you know, happy hanging in the background. We've never actually killed him. We just kind of, like, stepped on his face and pushed him back through the portal he was creating <laughs> in the Sunwell. I mean, it's like, there is a point where it's just like, okay, I'm done with these people. Just fuck it. Let's go find somebody else to destroy for a <laughs> while. And then we come back to this one later. I'm guessing we haven't quite gotten to that that point yet with Archimon or he's just really really stubborn yeah and he really 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 just doesn't like us I mean maybe it's Malfurion and he fought Malfurion in the War of the Ancients and he fought Malfurion at Nordrassel and he wasn't there this time but maybe it's like some sort of pent-up aggression I don't know but that's some we got some good that's some good some good points that you brought up there i I mean, it kind of makes me want to go. I, I don't want to go back to Draenor, but it kind of makes me want to yeah. go back to Draenor. But I kind of like, don't want to. I want to see the zones that we haven't seen yet. Fairlawn. A little disappointed. Yeah. I want to. Where was Tempest Keep? 
we know it was there. <laughs> it's in the zones that we haven't been able to go to yet. It's like, because, okay, because the Draenei, they crashed in Nagrin. That's Oshigan. Mm-hmm. That's the ship. That's the big secret. That's the ship. Um, of course, don't tell the orcs that because they don't think that that's the case for some reason. Um, but we know that they built Tempest Keep. Right. While they were there. Obviously, they built the temple at Carabor. Yeah. Because that's all pretty and pristine and gorgeous. And they have all kinds of cities. Shatrath was there. And it was all right. pretty and pristine and gorgeous. And, you know, all the various other little, you know, little Drenai towns and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, Farallon. Farallon was a... Farallon was a Drenai settlement, right? I believe so. Because only... I don't really remember what the architecture... The ruined architecture looked like in Netherstorm. I just remember there was a bunch of flying flying buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they... On the outside, um, there isn't really that much, but they're definitely not orc structures. They're definitely Draenei structures. Yeah, I, I thought so. I mean, there's not much to go off of, And they of, look but... like, you know, the ground had been pulled out from underneath them when... Draenor fell apart and became Outland. Right, and all that extra shit got sucked into the Twisting Nether. Yes. So, okay, so Farallon, well, it would make sense that that's not why we saw, that's why we didn't see Tempest Keep, because Tempest Keep would have been in the same area? Even so, it's like, come Although on. Although we kind of know what Farallon might have looked like, because don't forget, we have the biodomes. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot that the Ethereals kind of set all that shit up there, huh? Yes. Ooh, that's, you know what? That's a... I didn't think about that. The Ethereals, they they freely transit through the Twisting Nether. Yes. And also, for some reason, um, there are human settlements. In oh, Nether yeah, Storm. that's right. There was a Kirin Tor settlement there. Yes, there was. And they all died and their ghosts started wandering around. It was kind of creepy. Yeah, it's a very definite human settlement, so it makes me wonder, is that actually going to be part of us going back? Is the Kirin Tor going to set up a settlement in there and tie that version of Draenor into what we now have as Outland? Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that um, that the people, humans, whatever, people of the races of Azeroth managed to chase the orcs back through the Dark Portal before it got resealed, and then they were stuck there. I mean, and Cadgar was there. That's where he'd been. Yeah. He'd been chilling. Maybe he set up the village. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe possibly, possibly before he decided he's gonna go hang out in Shatrath City with a doll, and be like, "What's up, bro?" And they're like down like four flat tires. Um, I'm trying to think of what else is up there, and I'm not remembering anything else because I know that the Goblin Settlement was there, Area 52, and that was there for a long time because Goblins actually went back to Draenor with the Orcs and built that shit themselves. That that yeah. place has the look of a long established foothold, um, and the gnomes. The gnomes are the same way because they had Toshley Station in uh, Blades Edge Mountains. Some gnomes ended up getting stuck there somehow, and then they built themselves a nice little hidey hole to hang out in. But where are it's like where are all the other Jernai structures at? I mean, after Nerzul broke Draenor, because he did. I mean. Like, I, I just want to know where it's like, is there any place that we didn't, besides uh, besides the obvious of Farallon um, and Tempest Keep, that we didn't get a chance to see in this expansion for some reason? Cause, I'm not sure. 
because we saw Tanah Jungle, which is Hellfire City or Hellfire Peninsula, before right. before the deforestation. Um, mm-hmm. We saw, which obviously we don't think is going to happen now because they're trying to work together. Right. Well, I mean, they have. I mean, they're going to stay on their own planet and they're going to do what they do best. Hopefully, live in peace and not try and strangle each other at every given opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll see. I Maybe. mean, orcs. Yeah. Orcs. Um, and there's some, some touchy Draenei in there, too. Like, the Rangari, they're touchy. Um, we know that the Spires of Iraq eventually becomes the Terracar Forest. Nagrin stays the same. <laughs> Gorgrond um, and Sh- or, uh, blah, 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 Shadman Valley, obviously, stays the same, but, you know, is now a fell-twisted nightmare. And I can only assume that it's Gorgrond and Frostfire Ridge that turn into bur- into a... Uh, Blades Edge Mountains? I think so. Because I'd have to like look at the two maps and overlay one on top of the other again. Well, because Frostfire Ridge really is where you out. find the Gron for the most part. Right. There's a lot of Gron up there. Um Gorgoron just kinda looks like it's got the right colors for it. Um Zanger Marsh we know is formed when the the world breaks and the seas are drained out because you see the mushrooms in the water. Everywhere you fly, if you fly in Draenor, you look down and you're flying over water, yep. like seas. There's, there's the mushrooms. Gigantic, really cool mushrooms. Gigantic, freaking mushrooms there. So we know that's where yeah. Zanger Marsh comes from. But yeah, I don't think I don't. I don't think we're forgetting anything. I don't think so either. Dude, I'm trolling. I'm thinking of my leveling track: Hellfire to Zanger Marsh to Terracar to Blades Edge if I need to. Nagrand. Another storm. Yeah, no, I think we got everything. Oh, Netherstorm. Cool. Netherstorm. <laughs> Netherstorm yeah, is like the, the other... One zone. Hmm? Yeah, Netherstorm's like Farallon in the other half of, of Gorgrond or something like that. It's like the right. maps don't match perfectly. It's like it, I can I can see where... Well, yeah, we know that parts of Draenor obviously disintegrated and fell apart um, as the world started to collapse. <laughs> right, well, everything but that continent pretty right. much and then most of that continent just got wrecked <laughs> too in the process so i mean this is how many millions of people were killed because you know planets don't just have one continent usually so who knows what was on the other side of Draenor that ended up just getting blown the fuck off yeah although that might be part of what we end up exploring that's true when we go back that's true like we might use that zone i Farallon, the one that I always forget that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um, that might be some sort of gateway or connection to any other continent that is on Draenor. Hmm. See, I'm wondering if it's like this is going to be like a thing. If we are going to start like making because the consortiums kind of they're they're buddy buddy with everyone. Right. Right. So, but they. They could help us. They could help us get through, like, oh, man, like, building, like, warp portals and crap like that from, like, different places to help us get to where we need to go. I want to see, I want, well, this mostly stems from the fact that I love the Ethereals and I really want Blizzard to do something with them besides just kind of have them there. Yeah. As, like, cool decorations and, like, occasionally snarky, you know, sidekicks. (laughs) Because... 
I mean, they have reasons to be snarky, but come on. It's like it's like I'm glad why I'm glad they did something with the Arakoa in this expansion because it was like, well, who the hell are the Arakoa? Besides some creepy bird people that I just killed a shitload of. And like yeah. everywhere. <laughs> like everywhere. We killed them. They killed them in Terracar Forest and killed them in 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 um Blade's Edge Mountains and like everywhere. Just killed them everywhere. Everywhere. And they had no story. They were just kind of there. But Blizzard went back and they actually gave them Well, a they story. did have a small bit of story. Um since there were some refugees of them, you know, in the lower city in Shatrath and, you know, just other things. Yeah, but they, I mean, they had questing. some. Yeah, and like, and Auk and Dune that blasted out hole right. that it was, um, which I thought was awesome, by the way. I loved the inside of Auk and Dune in, on Draenor. I thought it was beautiful. Um, it is. But it's like they took the, the little bit of lore that they had established with the Arakoa, and they ex- actually expanded it in Warlords of Draenor to actually give them a story. And then, of course, then they made Rashad, who's my BFF forever. <laughs> <laughs> Rashad is amazing and awesome. But this is like, and then they actually got, you got into the story of, you know, Tarok and... Right. I actually yeah. really like that part of the quests. Yeah, I know. It was awesome, right? Yeah, those are a lot of fun. Like, you actually get to see I'm actually that in happened. Spires of Iraq right now. I'm working on leveling my sixth 100. She is a little over halfway through level 97. <laughs> nice. I mean, well, once you hit, once you, like, after you hit 97, it's like, or after you hit 98, it's like smooth sailing from there. Yeah. Nagrin is kind of super duper easy. Yes. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it just really is. Like once I hit ninety eight, it's like zoop, done, finished. I'm like, I'm. It's like takes me less time from ninety eight to one hundred than it took me from like ninety to ninety eight. Like, and that's pretty significant considering I always hit that bump in like ninety four where you hit Terracar or not Terracar, Talador Forest, and you're just kind of like, oh god, this zone. Yeah, I hate Talador so much it's beautiful the questing is just i don't know irritating and i don't know why it just is i don't know how you survive doing it six times (laughs) wait which zone again talador uh i drank and i like the music i drank (laughs) i like the music and i drank that was about it though really out of all the draenor music talador is my favorite like, oh, I like you. You're like, I drank. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That's probably the only way I'd make it through there, too. Because it's just like, there's just so much to do, and it's like everywhere. It's like the zone is freaking huge. I'm like, oh, it's easier now that you can fly. It is so much easier now that I can fly in there. Now that you oh, can my fly goodness. there, it's like, it's so much easier. But before, it was just so irritating. Yeah. <sighs> Oh my god, did you see they added, they datamined a legendary item out of Legion. And it is, wait for it, a fishing pole. Oh yeah, I saw that. And I was like, if you were going to waste a legendary on something, why did it have to be a fishing pole? Like, yeah, does anybody fish? I mean, is this, I mean, they, they it looked like they gave it some amazing abilities. Like you can like choose what kind of fish that you want to fish for. Or, like, it teleports you to the nearest fishing 
whole thing or whatever. I have no idea. And I'm like, is it going to level my fishing to max for me? Because if it's not, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> like that just takes entirely too damn long. Fishing is not one of those things you should have a scale for. It's nobody else, nobody does it. It literally serves no purpose. You should just be able to go and fish up whatever you need. It would make it makes sense because like cooks need it, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't want to waste the time to do it. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. Like archaeology, I don't want to waste the time to do it, but I do it anyways because sometimes I just need something brainless to do with my hands, and that that works pretty well actually. Mm, I think that's it. Yeah. Yes. So thank you everybody for listening. If you like what you hear, you can give us a thumbs up and subscribe through Stitcher or give us a five star rating and leave a review and subscribe through iTunes. We do read reviews. We appreciate them. Thank you everyone who has left us a review on iTunes. And you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Academy or Facebook keyword Dollaron Academy. And we love to hear from you guys. So if you want to chat with us in real time, about things that you've heard on an episode, you can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash dollaronacademy. Or if you prefer something a little bit more long-winded than 140 character limit on Twitter, you can email us at dollaronacademy at gmail.com. And if you want more geek and nerdery that you can shake a USB stick at and get your nerd fix for the day, you can find us at our mothership, d20crit.com. She totally ruined that. I was going to say... And we've tried, but she kind of put that part at the beginning. Ha. (laughs) So until next time, stay safe, be excellent to each other, and take care of yourself. Bye. Bye. I love the 20.